What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. Yeah, I know it's been a minute since I actually did a podcast um, by myself. I think like it really, I ain't really done one in a minute, but um, I really wanted to come on here and just give you guys. I should probably do this more often, actually. Um, is you guys um, this nine step formula to forgiveness, though. Um, I feel that a lot of us struggle with forgiveness, whether it be you know with uh, family members, like or or just even really just forgiving somebody or having them forgive us like we all been through it so forgiveness is learned and it's not always an easy thing to do the cost of not forgiving someone is more significant than most of us actually realize we go on with our busy lives thinking that life is easier if we just forget about the past or focus on the present or our future goals this with exception is actually called denial the past has a way of always wearing its ugly head and just, you know, showing up when you least expect it or want it to. And it, you know, always has a way of just wanting, demanding to be dealt with. A lot of us experience this during the holiday seasons when we have to see our families um, in, over whatever, you know, some turkey, some mac and cheese, collard greens, if you're in a black household. Um, or or just the South, you know, hey, um and it is the fact of life that one way or another, intentional or not, we all end up hurting the people that we love most. Yet despite our best intentions, we can seem to rub el- elbows year. We can't seem to rub elbows year after year, causing no friction. No family, no love relationship can endure without forgiveness. The happiest families and best relationships are the ones in which people admit their mistakes, apologize, and forgive each other again and again. Without forgiveness, resentment and bitterness prevails. Phrases like, let's let a sleeping dog lay, are still so common, but at what cost? The burden of your unspoken anger or quiet quiet resentment, the dread that that descends over every family gathering, the loss of a grandfather or aunt for your child. The cost is love. That's the cost. It doesn't matter who is right or who is wrong because in the end, everybody loses. The beauty of forgiving is that even if it doesn't come out rosy with everyone hugging and kissing one another, it will make you feel better at the end. All you can do is handle your end of the conversation appropriately and state what happened. You can't force someone to apologize, and you can't force forgiveness. Everyone knows the difference between a forced apology and one that comes from the heart. You can handle the conversation so that it may more likely to end in forgiveness, and you you can choose to forgive the person whether or not or 
whether or not they apologize. Some people just can't apologize. It takes tremendously, tremendous courage. I can't even talk. It takes a tremendously courageous person to admit a mistake and apologize. Not everyone is up to this, and that is okay. The important thing is whether you are willing to have the conversation. Whether, for example, you would give your partner the chance to make amends. Sometimes it is too hard to apologize on the spot. But if you look, you might see the apology appear later in forms of flowers, a card, a call, or helping you out with something. You can assume that any positive gesture is their way of saying, I'm sorry. That is good enough. Accept it. Thank them and forgive them. They are simply doing the best that they can. I remember me and my brother, David, got into this stupid big argument. We didn't talk for like almost close to three years. And finally, he, um, when we did talk, he never said, I'm sorry. Um, but he was just like, I, I really didn't know that you felt like that. Like, I, I really didn't know that that's how you felt. And in a way, it was his way of basically saying, I'm sorry, without saying, I'm sorry. Like, and you could just hear it or feel it that that was that his way of saying I'm sorry. So for you guys, like that may be the process for one of your family members or relationships or friendships. So although the, this process works best with someone alive, it can be done with those who have departed. Follow the same process outline, but write the deceased a letter and read it out loud and forgive them out loud. I'd recommend doing the this privately so that no one sends you to a, a nut house. So I'm going to get into the these nine steps in a moment, but before I continue, I want to play a song. And I should play a song that is appropriate. <laughs> to what we're talking about right now. So um, my boy Samo has this song that's called I Forgive off of his album Alpha. Um, is it Alpha Alpha? I could be wrong. It might be on off of Clear. Yeah, it's, called, it's off of Clear. So I really want to play that right now. Here is Samo, I Forgive.
That was Simone. I forgive. So it is easy to forgive someone when you realize that they were doing the best that they possibly could at that time. On the surface, it may look like one person is right and one person is wrong, but it is much more complex most of the time. Both parties likely contributed to the problem and need to apologize. Half the time, people are angry about something the offender doesn't even realize that they did. I've worked with clients who have carried grudges for so long they don't even remember what the initial transgression was. And all they are left with is the resentment. It's pretty ridiculous, I know. The benefits of clearing up the past are huge. You will feel instantly lighter and freer. You will have more energy. For example, you might discover that you didn't have the whole story all along and were bearing a grudge for no reason. You might gain back a father or a mother, a sibling that you've lost for years. At the very least, you will have given them a chance and you might find yourself looking forward to those family dinners. Instead of smiling politely and secretly breathing through your teeth, why not bring up the the dreaded past and deal with it once and for all? The sooner you do this, the better you will feel. Trust me. So let's get into these nine steps. The ninth step formula for forgiveness. This simple formula works to resolve even the most challenging, most grievous wrongs, the bitterest of resentments, and the longest and most closely held grudges. Tips. This works best if done in a neutral tone of voice without anger, judgment, or righteousness. It also helps if you prepare ahead of time and be writing down the facts, the way your mind will be clear and organized when you face the person you want to speak with. And you won't become muddled in emotion. It is most effective if done in person. But don't wait because it can be done over the phone or by letter. One, is this a good time to talk? If you call on the phone and always ask if it is a good time to talk, if not, ask when would be a good time and make an appointment. If you are meeting in person, make sure that you will not be interrupted and that it is a good time for the both of you. Two, prepare them. Before you start bluttering stuff out, it helps to prepare the person for what you have to say. Just tell them whatever you are feeling right now. For example, I feel awkward in bringing this up. I don't know how to say this gracefully, but there is something between us that I'd like to clear up. Three, state your positive intentions for the conversation and the relationship. What positive outcome would you like as a result of this conversation? I would love it if we could be close like we used to be. Or I'd like to clear up the past so that we can be friends again. I feel sad that you don't know your grandchild and would like my son to know you better. I would like to have a great relationship with you again. Say what is what it is that you'd want. Your idea. The ideal. Four. State the facts. Then you can say... I'd like you to hear me out fully and not interrupt, and then I will hear you out fully without interrupting. Would you be willing to do that? If the person agrees, then you go ahead. Tell them the the facts of the situation. Do not add any 
judgment, or opinions, state precisely what happened to the best of your memory. Keep your voice flat and neutral, kind of like this. Imagine a reporter rec uh, recounting an event as a accurately and factually as possible. If they don't want to listen to you, first suggest that you go first. And I'm sorry, that they go first and you can hear them out. So before I get into the other facts, I do want to play another record. Um, and I guess I should follow the theme. And this song is, when I tell you, one of my favorite songs on the planet. It is also by Samo, and it's called Apology. And I'm going to skim it towards the end because it's just, it's it's my heart. I don't want it. Take it away. Take it away. Is anybody out there that ever felt this way? Where you are right now, wave your hand in the sky. Wave your hands to God. Wave your hands to God. She's the only one that can save you from the pain. From the pain of love. From the pain of love, from the pain of love, I lift my hands to the Lord. Oh, I can't take it, I can't take it. I'm going to go ahead and give my heart to your God. Cause I can't take it, I can't take it. I always give it to the wrong one. I always give it people who don't understand love. So if anybody else wants to love me, they gotta go through you, God. People do me wrong. Their apology ain't enough for me. So Giving my heart to you. He's singing his face off, y'all. <laughs> I know that goes against what I was saying, but the song which I could relate to is he basically saying your apology is not enough for me. Like what you did to me and that apology that you just gave, that ain't enough. Like, so it's like one of those things that have, I don't know you guys have probably experienced this where people have disrespected you and a whole bunch of people, but then they apologize behind doors or they said some lies or whatever, but then they apologize behind doors about the lies that they spread. So it's just like, okay, yeah, I understand. I accept your apology. However, I need you to do this, you know, in front of a whole bunch of people so they know that you was lying. Like, your apology needs to be just as loud as the disrespect, um, is what he's basically saying in this record. Um, 
But let's go on to number five. Listen to their side of the story. Then ask them to tell their side of the story. Listen and do, do not interrupt. No matter what they say, hear them out completely. And when they have finished, say, I hear you. You can also repeat what they said so they feel heard and understood. This doesn't mean that you agree, just that you want to make sure that you heard them fully. Six, ask for an apology. If necessary, at this point, you can ask them to apologize, and you can apologize for anything you've done, you've done that hurt them. For example, you may want to ask, is there anything that I have done in the past intentionally or not that I can apologize for? Excuse me. And you can ask, Excuse me. And you can also ask them to apologize. I'd like you to apologize for doing that. Seven, ask for amends. Sometimes an apology is not enough, like I said. In which case, you can ask them to make amends to do something that would make up for the hurt. Don't be afraid to say, I'd like you to make it up to me. You could do that by sending me a dozen red roses, taking me out to dinner, or whatever you want them to do. Accept the apology eight. Then accept then I accept your apology. Even if they didn't get it quite the way you had hoped, some people need time to think about things before they can apologize. So let them go away and come back to you. Some people will never apologize, but that doesn't matter because the power of forgiveness lies with you, not them. And last but not least, last but not least Nine, the last step in learning forgiveness finally states, I forgive you. Remember, you can forgive them even if they aren't ready to apologize. It takes real courage to forgive. So I would want to thank you guys so much for sitting there and listening to me in the nine-step formula to forgiveness as we played some Samo, and you all know how I love Samo. And he's been on the podcast. If you haven't, check out the podcast that I did with Samo. He talks a little bit about that. Um, so that's it, y'all. That's all I have for you guys today. And I uh, hope to catch you next time. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>